I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. On this week's episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, I'm so excited to introduce you to Cassandra Powell, who is really walking us through a framework on how to use mindset shift to help you set better and more achievable goals through her process called goal building. And the cool part is, is goal building is actually going to help you get there faster. So Cassandra is an expert in mindset and productivity, as well as goal setting, and really focuses on helping passionate people accomplish big goals while shifting into an empowered mindset so that you can increase daily satisfaction. And fun fact, she has helped over 700 clients move through the fear of resistance and discomfort to take action. Cassandra tells a little bit about her story because she also runs a personal growth subscription coast and really gets into the daily breakdown of productivity and how to be super clear on the goals that you're setting and how to hold yourself accountable. Hi, Cassandra. Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to have you on the show. You have such a cool background. We were talking about like theater and you've got like a subscription box and all kinds of stuff. We're going to dig into mindset. And I think that's an awesome topic given your extensive background, but I would really just like love to know how did you get started with what you're doing now? Yeah, absolutely. So my, my story is, is the common story of oh my gosh, I've experienced it. I've learned it. I've gone through the the trudges and I've pulled myself out yeah. and, and now look where I am. So my background, like I was saying to you earlier, was in theater and film and I got out of college and I started doing the work and hit huge anxiety issues, depression, health issues that really spiraled me to one of the, I would say one of the rock bottoms, you know, of life. And I had these big goals and these big dreams and just felt totally stuck. So I went on a personal journey of exploration and discovery and ended up pulling myself out of that. And along the way, started working commercial films, started doing all of these things. All the while, my whole nature since I've been born was like making friends with people and then being like, so what are your dreams and goals? And what do you want to do? And they'd be like, I think about like, I want to do makeup. And I'm like the next day, have a business plan and idea on how they can move forward. And so finally my friends and family were like, Hey, you know, that people will actually want you to do that. <laughs> you know, you don't have to like try to peer pressure us into our goals and dreams. And I was like, Oh wait, there's a thing for that. Yeah. And so beyond my own personal journey where I really had to address the 
biggest roadblocks, you know, that I could face in my own life is like building that toolkit for myself. In addition to just my passion for helping people succeed led me to this path that I'm on. So then I started coaching. I got specifically into mindset coaching. And now I really help perfectionists, people pleasers, high performers see that big dream and goal that they have and not only make it feel more attainable, but help put a plan to that action and get them there. Oh my goodness. I love that. I love how you said high achievers too. Cause I think we're all like, well, what does that really mean for us? So I just want to dig right in because I mean, we're digging into mindset we're digging into achieving goals. And I think when you start to hear it, you're like, does this really work? Like, you know, can I really, you know, write down seven affirmations and the world changes? So <laughs> what is your response to like, just getting on board with, Hey, you need to do some mindset work. Yeah. I love that. I love the questioning around affirmations because I, I do feel like it's one of the most hyped up things without the support of knowing how to actually do them to yeah. work. So I think that in general, whenever I work with people who have a little bit of doubt, we usually start with, why do you want to do this in the first place? Why is this important to you? Because if we can get connected to that, we can get connected to the the passion and the inspiration to say, okay, well, I'm going to try things because I'm sure Holly, like, you know, if you have any goals, it's most likely things you haven't done. It's iterations on things you know how to do or build skills, but it's a goal because you've never done it before. And so in order to reach it, we're going to have to try new things. So when it comes to reaching the doubt, especially for my personal coaching is like, I want to know, like, bring me your resistance, bring me all of the doubts and all of the things that are creeping up that make you question mindset work. Because for each individual, it's going to be different. In general, I'll say if there is some resistance there, it's usually an insight into either deeper healing that we can work on or a lack of clarification and information. So Mm -hmm. if you've heard somewhere, okay, you do affirmations for seven days and all of your dreams are going to come true. That's not how it works. Right. And very (laughs) easy. You wish, right? That sounds amazing. (laughs) Yes. Sign me up. Thank you. But as your coach, it's like, that's where we come in and we say, okay, well, what's actually going on? Why are we doing the affirmation? What function are they playing? And what is the root? So with mindset work, really what we're looking at is we're looking at your thoughts, Mm -hmm. how they're impacting your feelings how your feelings are impacting your actions, how they jump and skip and do a weird little dance that they do together. And with mindset work, it's how do we align all of those things so that we are actually working towards your goals? And I think one of the biggest misconceptions is like, it's not about positivity. And I have a lot of clients who come and they're like, oh, I mindset work is about positive thinking. It's like, that's great if you want to be positive, but I'm actually like, that's not really what we're looking at. We're mm-hmm. looking at, what is helpful to get you to your goal? That's yeah. it. And if it's positive, bonus. Otherwise, we can kind of start to weed out the things that, that make us feel like we can't have emotions, make us feel like we can't have roadblocks, and instead reframe them so that it's productive and powerful and effective for what you want to be doing. Yeah. Can you give us an example of the reframing? Because I think people hear that and they're like, what does that mean? How do you reframe something that you're having thoughts about? Yeah. Well, I would love to ask you if you feel comfortable. Is there any roadblock you've been facing with your goals right now? Oh, that's so interesting. You know, I'll just be honest and I'll say we have grown and scaled so fast in such a short amount of time. I think on probably a weekly basis, I'm like, is this really happening? Like, what do you do next after you actually like hit like a really big goal? So like as an example, you know, my 
it's been a year and a half now. I, I left my corporate job and, and my husband also works for me as well. And that's like a huge goal. And then when you actually do it, you're like, well, what the heck do you do next? And so I like find myself questioning, like, well, can you really beat that? Like, how do you beat that? Like, what does that look like? Okay. I love this. So here it's like, what I'm curious about is why do you feel the need to beat it? Well, I, I think that's just my personality. It's like, okay, well we did this now let's do the next thing. Like we're always like going to the next, the next step. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's like, when we're looking at a reframe here, I would say is your mindset currently, it sounds like the next step might be looking at what, okay, we had a $1 million launch. Okay. What's next? A $2 million launch, right? It might be in those metrics. So how can we, how can we challenge the metrics? What would really be something that's aligned with what's important to you, but also feel like it's a step and a reach without holding yourself accountable or, or like prisoner to those numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what would, playing big look like, and maybe that's more time freedom for you. Maybe that's mm-hmm. more, you know, something else, but what would that look like? Yeah. That's such an interesting question. Cause actually what I teach is it's not a number, but I think our brain automatically goes to a number. And so I'm always like, it's not six figures. It's not seven figures. It's what's the experience. Mm-hmm. What's the time freedom of like, you know, having the holidays off or having time to actually do the things that you want to do instead of sitting at your computer. And so I I do think for me, it probably is more experience-based than it is like, oh, we have to hit seven figures by X, Y, Z kind of thing. But yeah, that's such a good example. But I think it makes sense, Holly, of why that sticks out to you, not only because your brain, but you are good at what you do. So you know that those metrics are a part of the ways that we keep track of our progress and what we're doing. You know what I mean? So this is a perfect segue because one of the reframes is how you are tracking your goal. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it's just through those metrics, specifically through the output, specifically through the results, that's where when we're working on a long term goal that we haven't realized the desired outcome from yet, we can get tripped up. So specifically when we're looking at people who are just crushing their goals, going through one by one by one, it's going to be a different reframe than when we're looking at people who either give up halfway through a goal or feel like their goals are too big to even get started. Mm -hmm. So those reframe is one of the most powerful reframes for a specific example is looking at, okay, well, how are you viewing success? And importantly, how are you viewing failure? Because when we reframe what those definitions are, we're looking at the big picture, which is accomplishing the goal. Mm -hmm. And if we're too invested in this either fear of failure or what our definition or idea of failure is, then we're going to get discouraged. We're going to give up. We're going to slow down. So we reframe how we're looking at that by saying, okay, let's reframe how we're even viewing the the goal in the first place. The goal Mm -hmm. is now the desired outcome because a lot of people, especially I work with people looking for new jobs or wanting to get promotions or level up in that way. And it's like, okay, so the desired outcome is getting a promotion or getting a new job. What is within your control? Mm -hmm. And when we look at it as a little bit more of an experiment, right? We can start to see, okay, I'm going to track and celebrate and take real like control over what I actually have control over. And then I'm almost looking what I call the scientist mindset. So I'm going to look at it as a scientist. So my hypothesis is this, this is going to happen. These are the variables within my control. I'm going to focus on those variables. When I get the results from this science experiment, I'm going to then put my attention not on my disappointment. Oh my gosh, it wasn't what I thought. My hypothesis is wrong, but I'm going to ignite curiosity and say, 
wait, what, what the heck happened? Mm-hmm. What variables can I change? What can I shift in order to get a different result in order to get closer to my hypothesis? Yeah. I love that. I want to go backwards a little bit because you're talking a lot about goal setting. And I think when people sit down and they're like, you know, do we just had a conversation about my goals? And it's like, it can seem overwhelming because there's so many different things that we feel like we have to do, or maybe we want to do, but they feel unachievable. So where do you start from someone who is an expert in this area with actually sitting down to, to set goals? And like, what is your theory on, you know, should goals be attainable or should they be the type of goals Mm -hmm. where, you know, I want to make $7 million in 30 days, right? Like maybe Mm -hmm. you can do that, but like the kind of goal where it's just like out there, what is your philosophy on that? Yeah. So specifically with the people that I work with, everybody faces different obstacles when it comes to not only setting, but executing goals. So people pleasers can struggle a lot with not considering what they actually want right? Creating Mm -hmm. goals that aren't in alignment or connected to their mission, their purpose, their values. Perfectionists struggle because, you know, it feels like they have to move perfect before they can take any sort of a step. High performers struggle with feeling like they have so many goals and they have to do them all at once. and They have to do them like operating on high octane all at once. So Mm -hmm. when we go to sit down, first of all, it's like getting a clear understanding on where do I feel the most resistance? And in my coaching practice, I distill it down to three areas. So it's like clarity, it's momentum and it's stamina. So obviously in the clarity aspect of the goals, that's where we're going to do more of the visioning, more of the planning. But honestly, we find that a lot of people just get started into a goal without having any sort of structure or planning. So it's to specifically answer your question of, okay, are we going for these big goals or are we going for smaller goals? What I like to say is we have big visions and small goals. Because especially certain people, if the vision, if the goal is not big enough, they are going to lose interest and be bored immediately. Other people, if it's too big, they're going to feel defeated before they even get started and nothing's going to happen. So we have a big idea of where we want to go, that more macro picture. And then we zoom in and we focus exactly what we're talking about earlier, right? What is within my control? How do I measure it? And what's my first step? Mm -hmm. So I like to say, it's like, we have to have a combination of both because we will hold ourselves back, right? You know, it's like, if you're like, I'm going to make two sales phone calls in the day when we know you could make five. And when we know if you stretched it and push yourself, we could make 10. If you only set it for two, that's what you're going to be doing. However, Mm -hmm. if you have resistance to taking action, if you are a perfectionist and you're like, well, they've got to be perfect calls and they've got to be with the perfect client setting that, okay, I'm going to do two and bonus is five. That's Mm -hmm. even a slight reframe that will help us get you started with that momentum. So when it comes to planning, have a big vision, have smaller specific goals, and most importantly, benchmarks so that we are not waiting for that big thing to celebrate. We are not only celebrating your actions and your steps, but we're celebrating the progress along the way. I love that. I like to say good, better, best, like good is five, better is, you know, seven best is 10 as an example, because then it's like, well, I'm going to go for the best, but then in my head, I'm like, okay, well, if I got five, it's not the end of the world, but yeah, it's a little bit of a a game, but I like that. Okay. So I'm going to pivot one more time. And I know, you know, as we're talking about goals, you have a framework or a roadmap called the failure roadmap. Can you tell us what that is? And I think that sort of aligns to what we're talking about in terms of setting goals and maybe being afraid that we're not going to reach them. Yeah. And I feel like failure creeps up 
almost at every stage of the process, right? Okay. What if I fail? What if I don't know what I'm doing? It prevents us from that clarity momentum. Okay. What if I'm doing it? I'm not getting the results that I want. I'm viewing myself as a failure stamina. What if I'm reaching these rejections or these points of roadblock contention, whatever it might be. And then it feels like nothing I'm doing is working. So the failure road roadmap really looks at when you're first setting a goal, how can we stabilize your mindset so that when you do reach obstacles or failures or whatever, it's not crippling. It's allowing you to actually get clarity on what you're doing. So the first thing that I like to look at is get really, really clear on why am I doing this? Why is this important? And what do I want from this goal? And beyond that, it's like we can start to address what might I face that feels like a crippling roadblock and how can I reframe this now before I reach it? So I would love to learn what is one of the, one of the biggest roadblocks that you experienced in, in accomplishing your most recent goal. Yeah. So good. So good. And I think sometimes it's just, you know, it's fun to dream above something that just feels like, oh, I can definitely do that, but I can really do this. As we sort of wrap up talking about goal setting and, you know, I would say just dreaming big, what are some common mistakes that you see that people make when setting goals or really thinking about the mindset around setting those goals? Yeah. I would say not making it personal, not setting up accountability structures. Mm-hmm. Really, what we were just talking about is their relationship with failure, you know. And so, when we're looking at how am I viewing failure and how is it impacting my goals, the lack of foresight to be like, oh, there's going to be a mistake, right? And and on yeah. top of that, it's expectations. I'm going in thinking, okay, I'm going to apply to five jobs and I'm going to get one, or I'm going to submit my book to two publishers and I'm going to sign a deal immediately. So it's focusing more and investing on those expectations as opposed to that curiosity about the process. I'm going to learn what it takes to accomplish this goal. And that's Mm -hmm. a big shift going into setting the goal is realizing that that learning curve is a part of the process. And then in general, what I was talking on earlier is it's either a lack of clarity, a lack of momentum, or a lack of stamina. Mm Mm-hmm. So good. I want to ask one more question and that is about accountability. So when you're thinking about building and following through, do you have any accountability methods or practices that you find work best? Yeah, absolutely. So as I'm sure you know, right, working with coaches is very helpful because it's somebody who is on your side 100%. But one of my other favorite strategies is getting a friend invested and Mm -hmm. getting a little bit of skin in the game on their end where, okay, so I'm going to accomplish this goal by this time. And if I don't, I owe you 50 bucks. So they're invested almost like kind of like on uh, both cheering you on, but also holding you accountable to be like, Hey, did you do that thing? Did you do that thing? Am I going to make 50 bucks or whatever it is? Or you can buy you a drink, buy you dinner, whatever it might be. But it, it increases the stakes a little bit. And then it also gets somebody else invested in your journey as well. And hopefully that that's somebody, that's somebody who is supportive and ultimately in, you know, in their heart once doesn't matter about the money. It doesn't matter that about that, but it's actually invested in your well-being. But that's one of my favorite strategies to, to further up that accountability. So good. Okay. Before we wrap up every episode, we like to just get to know a little bit about you. So the first question is, what is one TV show that you would never get tired of watching? That's so tough. I feel like it changes for me, but I guess I will settle on The Good Place. It's, oh, I've heard that's very that's good. So good. Yeah. It's very, I love very good. that. Okay. I'm going to switch it up. And that is, if you could recommend one leadership or goal setting resource or book, what would it be? 
Oh my goodness. Depending on atomic habits is great. That's going to get you kind of really started depending on where you struggle. I would say 12 week year is really good for structure Mm -hmm. and to kind of get the ball rolling. One of those two, I say are a great starting, starting points. I love that. And last but not least, would you rather spend a day at the pool or the beach? I would say I would spend the morning at the beach and the afternoon at the pool. Oh, I love that. That's what we do on vacation too. (laughs) So good. I think this has been such an awesome conversation about just a reminder about how simple it can be to shift your mindset and really think about goals in a way that's going to benefit you the most and hold you accountable. Share with everyone where they can connect with you. I know we can download your failure roadmap and any other resources that you might have. Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on workwithcassandra.com. And there I've got access to the failure roadmap. I'll give it access to you as well. You can follow the subscription box company that I have called Coach Crate. But on my site, Work With Cassandra, you can find that quiz to find out, okay, where am I struggling? Is it with clarity? Is it with momentum? Is it with stamina? And then also you can find me on socials at Coach Cassandra. I love it. Thank you so much, Cassandra. This has been so good. You're welcome. Thank you, Holly. Thank you so much for having me. Congratulations on reaching your big goals. Yeah, thank you. We'll have to set some new ones now, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It is just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. 
If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat and this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and I can't wait to hear from you.